Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monster of the Week Presents. This is a special podcast uh, that usually is for only our patrons, but since it's Christmas, we're going to be releasing it for everybody, and also because we are uh, just nakedly gaming the system and hoping that people who are looking for Star Wars stuff to talk about will download this podcast and listen to us talk about it. (laughs) I am Jeremy Greer. I'm going to be your host. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Mosier. Say hello, Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. Shut the fuck up, Chris. And we are also joined by Brian Wade. Hello, Brian. Hello, Jeremy. Um... Brian, you have a Star Wars podcast that you don't update anymore. That's, it's just like I, I mean, that's barely true. I, that, as as I was uh, discussing this weekend in the Duckstream chat, uh, you can trust me on all things Star Wars as a lapsed Star Wars podcast host. This is true. <laughs> yeah, there's no nobody more accurate than somebody who has done something for a while and then given it back up again. That's right. <laughs> not picked it up. Um, and we're here to talk about Rise of Skywalker and probably in general Star Wars. Uh, stuff. Probably Star Wars in general. Yeah, we're definitely going to spoil shit right off the bat. So just you know, yeah, you should have you seen stepped into this. You haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, pump the brakes. Emperor Palpatine was there the whole time. Ruin it for you. Unbelievable. First spoiler. Uh, the out fuck, the gate. A Sith, a planet of Sith is directly next to the Ewoks, and nobody like <laughs> le- knew that. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, it wasn't so, directly yeah, we're gonna next be spoiling. to the Ewoks, Jeremy. Whatever. I'm not interested in details. Just my own canon. Ex- Exegol is in the unknown regions. That's where Thrawn is from. We're going to be talking about Rise of Skywalker. Uh, we are going to be spoiling all these movies. If you haven't seen them, please do that. Uh, if you like this stuff, then you should uh, check out Monster of the Week in general um and if you don't like this stuff then you should turn it off instead of like leaving any more negativity in the internet because who cares yeah yeah don't hate listen to it it's not worth it so well uh, don't don't hate listen to the podcast but if you hated the rise of skywalker listen to the podcast so that you can yeah because we're not going to be like super friendly on the podcast. i don't think any (laughs) of us walked out of this like fist pumping the air and be like this is the greatest shit of all time um i had fun i had fun and i won't be mean but um you know, it's not my favorite. Movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll, so, we'll get uh, into it more. But yeah, like I, I, I walked out of the movie higher than I am now. Two days, three days later. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, a question to both of you, Brian, you first. Did you guys watch all eight movies before going to, to the ninth one? Did you rewatch everything? Uh, I rewatched The Last Jedi. And that was kind of it. <laughs> Chris, I know you've been on a huge Star Wars binge of all things Star Wars lately. Me, Chris. Uh, yeah, yes. I started. Um, I, I watched Phantom Menace. Technically, I, re- I watched the prequels. I watched A New Hope and Empire. I didn't rewatch Return of the Jedi. I don't know why. It's literally my favorite one. I uh, didn't rewatch Return of the Jedi, but I watched Force Awakens and then half of The Last Jedi like two nights before I went and saw Rise of Skywalker, and I just didn't finish it because I fell asleep. Um, but yeah, also watched in this time all the Mandalorian that's been out. Yep. Uh, first season of the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read a bunch of uh, Star Wars novels, including uh, Resistance reborn the one that's supposed to lead up into this it doesn't really matter nothing in that book really mattered um <laughs> uh master and apprentice which is an older uh, qui-gon obi-wan book I started reading heir to the empire no longer canon uh and then the new thrawn trilogy um so i've, I've just been like all in on star wars for the last couple months i um i have been kind of casually picking up some star wars stuff here and there i watched uh the force awakens and of course i've been watching the mandalorian you and i chris have been talking about that quite a bit uh the mm-hmm. uh have not done a lot of the extended Star Wars stuff. Um, but then I went and watched this movie and then I came home and the next day I watched The Last Jedi again, uh, mostly at Autumn's request because I had watched The Force Awakens, but she had missed it. Uh, and now she actually wants to watch The Force Awakens. So we're going to watch all three of these probably like <laughs> in reverse chronological Perfect. order, yeah. which is really dumb. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it was it was interesting going into Rise of Skywalker fresh off of The Force Awakens because uh, it 
it felt like a very similar movie. I think The Force Awakens was praised at the time for kind of doing Star Wars and doing the stuff that we liked from the original Star Wars, uh, but not like it didn't get a lot of praise for breaking new ground. It was like, okay, we have, we have reset the palette of everybody after the prequels. And now we're going to be doing some star Wars shit. Uh, It's just traditional star Wars for a new generation of kids. Essentially is that's what the force awakened ones. It is Uh, star Wars, a new generation. I don't know why they didn't go with that title. That wouldn't be confusing at all. Probably should. Um, (laughs) I I mean, I remember I, I watched force awakens. I go, okay, great. Because at that point in time, I feel like I wasn't as into star Wars anymore um i never really hated the prequel trilogy because watching it in like middle school i'm like yeah whatever this is fucking cool lightsaber fights but still over time as as i got a little bit older i just stopped kind of being all that interested in star wars period um but force awakens you know awoke all of that uh interest and excitement in me again which was great and regardless of how i feel about the way that this trilogy went i'm still thankful that it brought star wars back into my life what don't you, Brian, as a as a longtime fan, and if people don't know, uh, we, we joked about Brian's podcast. It was called Expanded Universe. Uh, could be active at any moment. We have no idea. Um, you never know. It's it's on hiatus. It's on Sydney, hiatus. Sydney just like hiatus. skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> um, as somebody that's got like deep, kind of deep roots with all of the Star Wars stuff, how did you like The Force Awakens, especially considering that they, it wiped away all of the Legends, or what they're calling Legends content now, and then into The Last Jedi? Like, How how, how were you feeling about this new trilogy before Rise of Skywalker came out? Um, I was really high on the new trilogy. Uh, I say was. I, I, it's Listen, it's complicated. Um, the Force Awakens... I absolutely adored at the time that it came out because of exactly what Chris said, like that it was, Hey, like, remember when star Wars was fucking awesome? We're going to give you more of that. And that's like coming off of that. Like I felt like coming into the last Jedi, like we needed one of those. Like we got the force awakens. We got the, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the, Hey, we're going to have one last trip with our buddies. We're going to hang out with Han and Chewie. We're going to, we're going to see Leia again. Like she's going to be a badass general. We're going to, we get to see Luke Skywalker at the end of the movie. That that's fucking great. And then the last Jedi came out and it was like, okay, but this is what star Wars can be now. Like it can be new and bold and do crazy shit all the time. And it was incredible. Like I am an ardent last Jedi guy, like is my favorite or second favorite movie, star Wars movie on depending on the day. Uh, damn. So coming off of that, then going back to, the force awakens part two, the rise of Skywalker kind of a bummer, kind of a bummer. Like I was real high coming into, I think that's honestly, that is a really great way to put it. It's just, it is the force awakens part yeah. two. It tries to yeah, be 100%. Um, both the second and the third movie of this trilogy. And I am not necessarily against where it led. I just wish that it hadn't had to come at the expense of everything basically that had been built up in the movie before it and then rushed two movies into one thing. Like if they really wanted to do all this, just put out, just put out two more movies. Who says that it has to, the trilogy has to be a trilogy, make it four movies. Who gives a right. shit? Right. It's, like, it's all because it's all because Lucas has been talking about like this supposed trilogy yeah. for years and years and years. So everybody it's just, wanted yeah. this to be a trilogy. It's, it's a shame that the, the loud angry part of the fan base in in my opinion, can convince these you know executives that okay, well we need to do a one eighty on this. Um, 
I don't know if that's true, but it does seem, you know, like it would have been a stronger movie with a lot more backbone if they had just stuck to their guns and said, nope, this is the route that we've chosen. Let's do something interesting with it. Um, well, and let's talk about what The Last Jedi did, because after watching it last night, like it was kind of fascinating. Like the stuff that you hear about The Last Jedi that I think people don't like, which is it kind of removes this like mythical quality from Luke and it kind of, you know, it, it, it posits the idea of like, it doesn't matter who you are. The force is with everybody. Like it could, anybody can be a hero, uh, which is something that mm-hmm. like a point that into the spider verse made in a way that the fans fucking adored. Like that, that, that movie I think is just critically acclaimed everywhere. And everybody who sees it is like, Oh my God, this is so perfect and beautiful. Uh, which the last Jedi made kind of the same point and got so much hate for it. But it, it, to me, like it didn't really fuck with Luke's overarching mythos at all. If anything, it no. strengthens that. Like I think it, I think it absolutely strengthens that. And the the things that work for that movie are the the surprising things that happen. Like Luke just taking the Jedi, excuse me, taking the lightsaber from from Ray, which was the end scene in The Force Awakens, and is one of the first scenes of the Last Jedi. And he looks at it, and it's like this big moment, and then he just fucking tosses it over his shoulder and goes and sucks an alien titty. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. <laughs> like it, it was just totally yeah. unexpected and, and great and fantastic. And I think that's I had a... was sports was to its better. And then you get to the, the Rise of Skywalker, which I think doesn't do anything like that. Nothing subversive. No. It's very like paint by the numbers Star Wars. And I I, I just I I think like you, Chris, like I had a good time. But I, just, I don't think it's going to go down as like a memorable movie at all. No, it might be something that you enjoy watching in, in the future, but it's always going to be the thing of, uh, you know, what if, what could have been. Um, the prequels, no matter how bad at any point any of them ever were, we all knew where it was going. So it already had this this shape and this structure, and it, it couldn't ever be as disappointing as the unknown as what was being set up in the future. Um, Cause we didn't know what was going to happen with the force awakens. I think we all had ideas about like what was coming from the, um, the legends stuff now, like what they might draw on for that. Um, but the last Jedi definitely really subverted a lot of certainly what I expected. And I had two of my, my highest or I had one of my highest star Wars highs and one of my lowest star Wars lows um, within the span of 10 minutes uh, watching the last Jedi at the very end where, um, you know, Luke looks out at the, the twin sons again or whatever it recreates that scene as he fades away into the force. I had tears in my eyes and I was like, man, I love star Wars. This is so much fun. And then I walked out of the theater and some of the people that I was with was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Fuck star Wars. Fuck all this. We're done. Um, and it was these two competing things that I had like no idea how to process. I was like, holy shit, really? I just loved this thing so much. And then the people around me hated it so much. It felt like we watched two different movies. Um, because I loved Luke's arc. Luke is my favorite Star Wars character. And I loved that they... Basic. Yeah, I, well, it is what it is, you know. I mean, listen, my, my they, favorite Star Wars liked... character is Obi-Wan, so I can't judge. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I liked that they... Mine's they Darth fucking Vader, down. y'all. What's up? Um, cool guy, cool guy. Anakin, what's happening? Um, yeah, I liked I liked what they did with him. They basically turned Luke into Yoda, basically. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And they and they had uh, they had Rey fail in the same ways that Luke failed, but um, I don't know. It almost seems like to me that they were almost beat for beat were like remaking Empire, um, and then they do a few different things, obviously, to, to shake things up, uh, especially with um, Kylo Ren and, and Rey, which for me, honestly, uh, 
to Rise of Skywalker spoilers, the kiss at the end sucked wicked bad. Uh, yes. The one thing that I was saying going into this was like, please just don't let them have a romantic relationship, which is crazy because I've muted dozens of accounts on Twitter that are obsessed with, with Kylo Ren and Rey getting together. So it's obviously a huge part of this fan base. These, I think maybe newer generation just was absolutely obsessed with them getting together. But as soon as I heard one person say like, hey, like he literally like that's like getting back with your abuser, like he tortured her and her friends, like maybe don't maybe don't get with him. Um, And so the way that their everything ended up right at the very end, I was totally happy with until the little smooch. And then uh, I thought that sucked pretty hard. Brian, what's your what's your thoughts on the the arc of Kylo and Rey throughout this trilogy? I knew it was going to happen. I felt like inevitable. As, like from the moment that J.J. Abrams was announced as taking direct directorial control uh, over on uh, episode nine, like I, I think I had already like mentally prepared myself for for it happening, <laughs> so it didn't bother me so much. Yeah, like I I was never the person that was like arguing that Kylo Ren didn't deserve or Ben Solo, I guess, didn't deserve a redemption arc because like what is like real world, like what is the point of uh, advocating for restorative justice if people who are terrible people can't be restored, right? Yeah. Um, well, and I, it's and it's mirroring the, the Darth Vader I liked, arc. I liked his arc. Yeah, yeah, okay. I liked sure. his redemption. Um, but I, I, I do Vader agree. Arc. Like, I, like I didn't want them to kiss. That's the thing. I wanted there to be a um, like a like if she was there holding him like that at the end, and they just looked at each other. And then, then he faded. Like that would have been like perfect. perfect. Yeah, for there's sure. A, there's a unspoken strong bond that formed between the two of them. It was just the force, but then it became something more. It became this this shared, not shared quote, but like you know, a a, a lineage that they both were part of. Basically, um, I I would have been really happy with that. I think the kiss didn't ruin the movie for me, but it, it's one of the things that I can't like look around because so much of this movie is shit happening at the, the speed of lightning Boy. before you have time to think about the plot holes something else is just happening and that's why it's a fun movie going experience i we we walked out of the movie theater like all right yeah we, we had a good time all right let's get in the car we'll go home and then we went we went home and we watched something on netflix like it was just we had the day moved on it wasn't uh now i'm obsessed with star wars for the rest of the day i can't get it out of my head it was just a holy crap that was a lot that was a lot of movie I had a good time let's go home the um Autumn had the funniest reaction to the kiss because uh, we were sitting, obviously sitting next to each other in the theater. And when like they were holding oh, each other, you sitting next to your wife in the theater. It's so yeah, no, I'm I a fucking cock, man. That's, that's very strange. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> nerd. As soon as, like out of the corner of my eye, as soon as they kissed, I saw Autumn go like do one of those like her head kind of went back, and she was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like she had no. <laughs> she was so disgusted by the entire idea. And, uh, and plus, I mean, Kylo Ren's been a ghost since the first movie, right? Of course, I mean, yeah, everybody's a that's, ghost. That's the theory uh, that we've been positing because he gets knocked into the hole at the end of Rise of Skywalker, and then he climbs back out. But and I was like, "Is he? Is, he, is that his ghost climbing back?" Autumn, Autumn, he, Autumn, me and Autumn had a huge conversation. I think I sent it to Brian he, too. Like we had a huge conversation about whether or not he was a ghost. Uh, is he just a force ghost that he? And he came back. Did she just smooch a force? Everybody ghost? If, Ray kissed, if Ray kissed the force, that's actually tight as fuck. It's tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I want to come back to Ray kissing the force in a minute, but, uh, I just, I, I think that this, I think their relationship could have been so much better served by being partners or being, um, you know, almost like a brother sister relationship with this whole mm-hmm. dyad mm-hmm. in the force kind of situation, creating this strong bond between them and just remove the romantic element altogether. Like it never seemed like they were 
ever had that kind of attraction towards each other. Like he was constantly trying to use her. She was constantly trying to save him up until this movie where it kind of became a little bit more cooperative. Like it never, ever once ever seemed romantic to me. And, and I think people just read that into it because there's a man and a woman on screen and they're, you know, yelling at each other. Um, and this movie does a lot of that yelling men and women yelling at each other thing too. Like, uh, uh, Poe's character I almost said foe because that's where I'm at now Poe's character uh, and and Ray were like constantly bickering to the point that I almost thought they were trying to do like a Han Solo Leia thing from the original movies mm-hmm. like I thought mm-hmm. that they would end up together at the end which I guess conceivably could happen in episode 10 if we ever go that far like I I don't know man like I, I thought that whole relationship or quote unquote relationship is just totally unnecessary I mean who wouldn't want to get yeah. with Oscar Isaac though is the thing so it's true it's <laughs> straight true. up I do uh, yeah. I, I loved <laughs> most of the scenes with hit with with Finn and Poe in them um, even though they I guess we could call it they were a lot of it was hollow. A lot of what was so, happening. So yeah, hollow. can we talk about that for a minute? Because I really felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. this movie they pulled really far back on like Finn and Poe, like even having like a bromance, right? Like because mm-hmm, after the Force mm-hmm. Awakens, everyone like that was the thing, right? Like Finn and Poe should totally end up together. They have this amazing chemistry. Like they very clearly like are fond of each other. Like it would be totally awesome if if they kissed, right? Like let me let me make my Star yeah. Wars action figures kiss. Um, right uh, and. I really read like a lot of the rise of Skywalker was like even pulling back on them, like being friends. Like it was weird. Yeah. Which sucks because even if Disney was too afraid to, to let them, um, you know, fall in love or whatever, they should have doubled down on like, all right, these dudes, right. Are like they are, they are, they are BFFs for life, positive, right? Like at the very least yeah, seeing super positive male relationships is always yeah. good. You know, like we should have just double down on it. Let them be best fucking friends because who cares? Why not? The best, yeah, they- one of the best moments in the movie for me is when, uh, Poe is promoted to general, realizes he can't do it alone rushes over to finn and like they're both excitedly talking and poe is like listen i need i can't do this alone i need you to be general with me and he's like and then like finn takes him and he's like actually thank you for that thank you general it's like no problem general and like, they, <laughs> they kind of almost like do a general yeah. high five and i'm yeah, like that, yes that was this cute. great that was cute yeah. and good. but that was that there's was lots of, 10 seconds out of a two and a half hour movie so i there's yeah there's a ton of charisma all over the place that is like you know this person with a great smile but like they don't have a lot to say um this it yeah, I said I said it before we started the show, but it felt like video game Star Wars. Like if I was going to play the the video game adaptation of the uh, sequel trilogy, like it would be this yep. movie, you know, because <laughs> there's so much crazy shit happening in it. And I mean, to start the movie off, we got we get the 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 scroll at the beginning where it's like the ghost of Darth Palpatine is back. Can whatever. I can I reveal? <laughs> I, I I have information for you guys about about the the broadcast by Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Jeremy, are you ready for this? I'm ready, dude. Give it, I don't, give it to I, me. I don't think either of you are ready for it. So do you know do you know where where the broadcast originated? Like do you know how, how you can hear that broadcast? No. Hopefully it's a number station out of Russia. Buddy. <laughs> buddy. It was a Fortnite event. Oh, that, that what, fucking that's Fortnite serious? event is where you hear the fucking Emperor Palpatine broadcast about that the Sith insane. Revenge. That is insane. It's the most incredible thing. Like, how the fuck is this movie's pre- this movie predicated on an event in Fortnite? I, you know, if we zoom out from that, if we were all Fortnite players, we were probably like, this is the coolest shit ever. But right. I assume none of us are. So I, that just sounds I am so alien. Floored. I am floored that a that happened and b like nobody was mad about it on the internet. Like, I don't know if my I didn't hear a single word about it. I didn't, I didn't know tickle. until after I saw the movie. Like, because only so I guess weird. it's a lot of. 
a lot of young people saw that, and I, I think that most of us don't follow any really young people on Twitter. Yeah, we don't. None of us watch like hours worth of shitty YouTube. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, to the point where when I, I, I had a whole Twitter thread about this, but I walked out of the theater and Autumn pointed out like a teenager wearing a, a sweatshirt that said "Virginity Rocks" on it, and I was like, "Go, that's fucking that's, hilarious! It's great." That's fucking hilarious. Except, um, except when I when I post about it on Twitter, somebody uh, Jesse, our friend from over the Salt Report, they told me uh, it was a it's merchandise from some YouTube somewhere so it wasn't even oh, no. yeah i know oh, no. <laughs> it was <laughs> what a bummer it was super, <laughs> super worse um so to to i want to focus in on just the the opening of the movie so you get the scrolls whatever this shit's happening but then we have kylo ren land, landing on this planet going into this like sith temple or whatever there is so much happening so so fast. yeah but so visually, i i, I freaked this. the fuck out when i saw that kylo ren was going into a sith temple like the second he landed mm-hmm. on exegol and like I saw those giant statues when he like descended down into the temple. I was like, holy shit, are they like actually doing this? And then they did, but not in a cool way. Yeah. Right. Where there is so, um, so just to a general question here, because like our climatic scene of the movie is obviously uh Palpatine, you know, using his force abilities to fry like most of the spaceships above him, while like what seems like tens of thousands of Sith are just chilling out in the stands mm-hmm. of this auditorium, which like are they the ones building the statues? Like do they have I nothing thought that else those to do? Were Wait. really there. I thought those were like force ghosts essentially, or like those those were like the echoes or of the Sith. I don't know that. I just so, didn't understand. I just it. assumed I thought all I the just Sith assumed were dead. there's no way. Okay, so so There's so no so this is the thing the uh, the Sith Eternal which is those things um, I can drop I can drop a link to the uh, Wikipedia article if you need me to but I can also just read <laughs> nope. it to you is that uh, they are basically just cultists of the Sith they are basically just okay. like people who worship the Sith uh, and want okay. to continue the Sith on forever right so they are like they're basically like Palpatine's like groupies, groupies. yes exactly <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate them bringing back Palpatine. I think there is is visually. I hate it now that it was done via Fortnite. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, I think in the end, I am disappointed with a lot of the way that the the follow through on a lot of this, um, because it just comes out of nowhere and then it's like, here we go. Um, but I'm trying, I'm trying to look at the positive I'm trying to look at, you know, visually, this was super interesting seeing Kylo Ren go into the Sith temple, find Palpatine, like rigged up the way he was, was a little bit weird. And then the room filled with Snoke tubes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. it's all super fucking weird. But when I was just looking at it, I was like, God damn, what the fuck is this movie about to be? <laughs> one of the, uh, one of the other things that bugged me too, was the, the buildup of the Knights of Ren. Um, I know this is going to seem out of nowhere, but just picturing, um, Kylo towards the end of the movie, like fighting his way through this, which should have been this hugely impressive thing, but just really, it felt like he was just like, Oh, I've just laughed the game a couple of times. I've got overpowered gear and I'm in the undead Berg. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Like it. And I was like, wait, these guys are were supposed to be badasses, And also your friends, right? Like presumably you had some sort of connection with them, Yeah. but now you just murdered all of them for no, for not for no reason, but for, for somebody totally different. Like, and there was a lot of stuff like that, which, like you could hear somebody being like, you know, what would be cool is if Kylo Ren like slaughtered five dudes with Luke's lightsaber and like, yeah, okay, sure. That's cool or whatever, but also, or not Luke's lightsaber, whoever's fucking lightsaber. I can't keep up with who's who's on this thing, but <laughs> Anakin's. Anakin, I mean, it was sorry. Anakin's lightsaber, but you know, yeah, also but, loops. Um, that counts. <laughs> <laughs> the Skywalker, lightsaber. Yeah, Skywalker <laughs> lightsaber, but like it was like, you could hear him saying like, Oh, this would be super fucking cool. But without like considering the impact it would have, because throughout the last three movies, I've been thinking like the Knights of Ren are going to show up and like, wreck fucking shop somewhere and you mm-hmm. don't get that at all and that's 
ultimately, I think what's so disappointed about this movie is like stuff- they're around a little bit more in this one, but they don't do anything. All they do, uh, I saw somebody on Twitter say, like, like, I need a screenshot of the when they're in the desert because it looks like a, the cover of a fucking Nickelback album, and like it does, <laughs> like it looks like, like, or of like a fucking My Chemical Romance album or something. Like it's just super fucking weird. And I. I, I remember hearing all these like rumors of like looking at concept art or, or art from the comic books or whatever it was about how it looked like one of them had Darth Vader's lightsaber or a piece of Darth Vader's lightsaber. Um, and from what I understand, the Knights of Ren at, at a certain point in the timeline were in fact seeking out Darth Vader's lightsaber as like a Sith relic to, I don't know, to give to Kylo Ren or whatever it was, but there was, there was, that was part of it. So I kind of expected that to come back in some way. Um, speaking of lightsabers. We can't talk about Star Wars without talking about good old fashioned lightsaber fight. What did you guys think of the lightsaber fights in this? Pretty good. I dug them. Yeah, I, th- good, I, right? I thought good, both. Right. I thought both of the primary lightsaber fights were very good. Uh, both the uh, the throne room fight when they were like, so okay, so what the fuck? Like, is this force power? Like the you know space space FaceTime uh, from the Last Jedi. Like they very clearly expanded mm-hmm. on that pretty heavily in this mm-hmm. movie uh, to where. They can just like interact with each other through through space and time. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't, um, know. I don't know if they're like leaving where they. I don't, yeah, it's 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 incredibly bizarre. And I was just like, you know, I don't even it, it was cool. Question. Like it was very striking. Yeah, right. Um, well, and they and they do a good job of like showing you this by accident. Like there's a scene when they're fighting in, um, or when they're. I think they are actually physically fighting in um, Kylo's room. Yeah, when they're the when destroyer. when she's on. Yeah. Which she's in the room and he's on the planet looking for her, and then like somebody hits something and like it scatters something from one yeah, side it, it to knocks the other, Vader's then, helmet down. Like it's the, it was the plinth that it, Vader's helmet was on. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that they did a good job building that kind of weird connection power up. But like at some point, they just figured out how to learn and like literally hand shit off to each other. Like they're fucking <laughs> running a relay race <laughs> when they hand a lightsaber <laughs> yeah, back and forth, yeah. which was super. I mean, it was cool. It was interesting. But I'm kind of with y'all. Like, where the fuck did any of this come from? Yeah, um, they because they had to build up this dyad in the force or whatever super hard, super fast. Wait, is that a um, thing, Brian? I, by the way, is I, a dyad in the force like never a thing? heard of it before? Yeah, it's okay, a uh, cool. it's an interesting little thing, and it's funny that they J.J. Uh, Abrams said like, "Oh, we're gonna see people do force stuff that we've we've never seen before." One of those things was like force heal, which I guess we've seen in like video games, but and, we had to watch it in a different Star Wars. I was gonna say, and, and also the Mandalorian. Days, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they. I think that's now. That's why they released yep. that episode. Early. I, yep, that is one hundred percent why they released that episode early because there had never before been a filmed version of a force healing. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking weird, um, y'all. That is so strange that that like that's the thing that like oh we got to move this release of a digital right. show yeah. two days early so that people can make sure they watch it before watching a movie. Like of all of the things, Chris and I kind of did a, a thing about talking about what could possibly from the Mandalorian show up in this movie, and like I went hard on the Empire guy at the end of the episode. Oh seven yeah, and that that was my theory like all season was like oh Moff Gideon yeah. is going to show up in episode seven, and then he's going to show up in Rise of Skywalker. And apparently and, yeah, not. That, that didn't uh, happen. Nope. And instead, it was just like, "Ooh, I have Wolverine ability, except for other people." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the very, very brief flashback to Luke and Leia training? Uh, <laughs> I was into that. I mean, I was, was into you know, it. like, sure. I don't know. That it I didn't, it didn't move anything we, forward, really. But like, it was nice. No, no. I just wish that we had fucking Air of the Empire. Yeah. Like that's. That's what I because that's what that reminded me of. Even though we don't really see them like training with each I, other, I was also but just like knowing that like. Um, sorry, I didn't mean ahead. to cut you off, but I was also very sad that they didn't just give Leia her ruby lightsaber. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I know like it it's hard to, but like 
let let us have that back. Like, like why yeah. why can't part of that be like reclaiming like red as? And I know like part of it now is that they've got all this weird shit about how like the Kyber crystals that uh make red red blades are like evil or whatever. Like it's so fucking yeah, it's dumb. Like they put the dark side into the Kyber yeah. crystal to corrupt the the thing. I was like, oh man, I just thought they were fucking red. And then I used to think that they were synthetic. I don't know if that the, was ever a yeah, thing. Yes, so they're, they're, like, that, that the was also a thing. Fake crystals yep. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I mean, lightsabers are still cool. Uh, I did not realize, I, I read it elsewhere after, that um, at the very end when we see um, Ray's, I was going to call it, was going to Daisy, um, we see Ray's own personal lightsaber, um, I didn't realize that it was made from the hilt of the staff yes. that she's been carrying yeah. for mm-hmm. Which movies, is pretty cool. So, which is, that's a cool touch. It was cool to see that it was yellow, just because, like, fuck it, why not? Let's throw, like, a yellow lightsaber into the yeah. cannon. Well, I mean, <laughs> sec- second yellow back. lightsaber. Who's the uh, uh, Ahsoka's uh, Shoto lightsaber? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is where we brought Brian Wade to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> if you can't tell, uh, I, I was yeah. I was fully expecting when she ignited the first half of the lightsaber or ignited the lightsaber that she was going to ignite the other end as yeah, well. Yeah, same. And I'm same. really surprised that they didn't um, do that. Mm-hmm. I guess they uh, they're cowards. They're afraid of that second blade. Yeah, so let's talk about the very very end of this movie. Let's talk about uh, what's your last name, girl. I want to I want to talk about the reveal. So uh, from the from the Force Awakens, Ray has no idea who her parents are. Uh-huh. Um, all she knows is that they they left her behind, and she's been counting down the days. Uh, in the Last Jedi, uh, Kylo Ren straight up tells her her parents are nothing. Yeah, and that th- 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 her parents were were nobody and sold her for space trash. Or, and then or he does the abusive boyfriend thing where he's like, nobody cares about you, but I care about you. I'm the yeah. only one who cares about <laughs> the you. abusive boyfriend or Dean <laughs> yeah. Winchester thing, as we like to talk yeah, it's about. Like, bro, <laughs> chill, please, you freaking you freaking everybody out except for these fourteen year old girls who don't know better. You're setting a bad example, right? Um, but and then in this movie, it's revealed that she, uh, she is not the daughter of Palpatine, but the granddaughter. So I guess like, yeah, much um, like baldness, the force skips a generation every once in a while. Right. I don't care that that she was uh, related to him. I remember the weekend after I saw Force Awakens, I went to a party. I was talking to one of my buddies and he was like, Ray's going to be related to Palpatine. I know it. And like talking through all the reasons he thought why. And then watching like theory videos about the first one, the way her fighting style in the first movie is the same fighting style that Palpatine has, whatever. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Um, it's just the reveal of it. It's like, well, your parents were nothing, but actually. But actually, your grandpa. Like, let me tell you about your it's grandpa. It's just such a little. And the way that they reveal. I almost wish that they had just implied it without like saying it. You know? They um, couldn't. They, they could not help themselves from right. doing no, it. Well, I think that's 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 part of this being the ride of Skywalker. Yep. Like it's it's the J.J. Abrams effect, right? Like. Yeah. Just everything has to be connected. Yeah. Can't, can't let anything be subtext. Everything has to be text. Straight text. Yeah. So, and Brian, to talk about what you were saying at the very, very end of the movie when she says, My name is Ray Skywalker, I would have been fine with that if the woman just said, What's your name? And she says, Ray Skywalker. Um, instead of the Ray, look off at the ghosts in the desert. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, Skywalker. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't care. I don't, she can take the yeah, name, because, she can take legacy. That's fine. I like Ray. I like all of these characters. <laughs> yeah, I'm for fine sure. with, her, and, with her adopting the name. Because, um, you know, adopted family was a, was a big part of all this. And Luke and Leia both played a, a formative role in her life. Um, but, yeah, it, it just, it feels, you know, it was very on the nose right there in that moment. Yeah, and I, I saw I saw somebody tweeted that was just like, uh, you know, what's your name? Ray. Ray what? Just Ray. Like, that would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah, like and that would you can't you can't call a movie the rise of Skywalker without yes. with and not end it with somebody Jeremy. saying that their name is Skywalker. Jeremy, yes, you can because the rise of Skywalker was Ben's return to the light. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that I, was all I, we oh, needed. I agree with it, was the return, it was the return of that legacy through the both of them. I'm really disappointed that neither of you recognized my J.J. Abrams impression. <laughs> <laughs> get out! Get out of here, J.J. You're not invited. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I I was interested. Obviously, we all, we all love the the legacy, the parentage. When when we all wanted to know who's who Ray's parents were, I used I was like, oh, maybe somehow related to Obi Wan. Yeah, that, fun, that was right? that was my theory uh, until the last show I came um, out. Because like you, I also love Obi Wan, so yeah. um, he's my he's my Discord avatar right now. Um, <laughs> but I also liked the idea that you know maybe Ray is just nobody. Maybe she is just somebody who is force sensitive. And if we're gonna talk about force sensitive stuff, let's maybe hop away from Ray for a second. Talk, let's talk about Finn. Talk about our boy Finn. Force Finn sensitive going Finn. Full Leia in this one, he doesn't get to do the Jedi action, but he feels all the Jedi feelings just like Leia does in Return of the Jedi. Yep. Um, which I loved when they were first. Um, advertising the force awakens it, it they showed trailers with finn using the lightsaber so you almost don't know like who is going to be like the chosen one essentially of this of this trilogy and obviously you very quickly realize it's ray um but i wanted something more from that because i always believed from that movie that finn was also force sensitive in some way and i guess maybe i had to do that because i felt like they didn't do a good job of explaining why he left the stormtroopers, um, like why he defected until this movie when they're like, hey, a ton of us did, actually. Like they could have been such a great buildup to that if they had maybe used that in different ways, maybe had Finn struggle with that part of himself a little bit more rather than just making jokes about it and whatever. But I I liked seeing the this this version of Finn that that embraced a little bit more of that, really acknowledged that I think he did find some peace by meeting other stormtroopers who had defected and who had felt the same way as him. Um, overall, I do feel like he was totally underused in this entire trilogy, um, which is a shame. But uh, I, I liked that they kind of brought that to the service. Later. Let's talk about. I think we were talking about uh, Ray and taking the Skywalker name. Um, I I was I kind of I was kind of like you, Brian, where I really assumed that the Rise of Skywalker was going to be Ben. I thought that this was going to be his redemption yeah. arc, and in a lot of ways, this is. And I surprised as I am, like I think that they really nailed the redemption arc here. Uh, like yeah. they 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 did a good job of him coming over to the light. Uh, and eventually sacrificing himself and also his mother somehow to save Ray. 
Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened there. Obviously, they had to. They had to do something because you know Carrie Fisher, R.I.P. Um, but I, I was actually pretty satisfied with the way that they handled it, and. I actually saw somebody complaining about how, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who are absolutely sexually obsessed with Kylo Ren. It's fine. It's Everybody's got their thing. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but they were very upset that C-3PO had more speaking lines than Adam Driver did. Um, but that was one of my favorite things about this movie is that when Kylo Ren becomes Ben Solo again, he barely says anything. I found that to be super interesting. And I'm sure maybe, maybe it is just plot hole. Maybe it is just they just didn't write him enough dialogue. But for me, it was just like... How, what do you even say after everything that you've done after after this transformation that you went through and then to come back into your old self what what do you even say there is nothing you can so he's just action he's just i got to pull ray back my my theory going into this was ray is going to be drawn or fall to the dark side and somehow it'll be kylo ren that pulls her back um yeah and that's that's i think that's kind of what everybody thought it yeah, would end up being mm-hmm. uh and that's a sort of that is sort of what we got um in in you know a way cuz she's really embracing that anger and while kylo ren is like cooling off cuz he's like i don't even know what my fucking life is anymore man um but yeah, I, I appreciated the way that they, they did his redemption arc, and I appreciate that there's not a, a lot of I'm sorry's and crap like that. It's just a... Th- I think the most human thing he does is when he says ow when he jumps on that like giant chain, which is like a kind of goofy moment. But I was like, okay, that's like... Kylo Ren would never go ow after jumping onto a right. thing. Like, that's Ben Solo. <laughs> that's like There was like this one brief spark of, of the person it used to be, and I think a lot of what's good about that character comes through Adam driver. Cause obviously he's a great actor. Um, and he's giving his all to this at all times. Uh, when he turns around and sees Han Solo for like two seconds, I was like, what the fuck? Han Solo is not a Jedi and he would not be able to come back. Right. So once it, we realize, okay, this is, he's a memory. Kylo Ren is having a memory. Yeah. Right he's, now. It's just like happening inside yeah. his head, basically. Uh, and then they do the, like, you know, line for line, the same, the same thing that they did in, uh, Force Awakens, except this time instead of stabbing him, he throws the lightsaber away. Um, yeah, fine. It's all it's all fine. Brian, let's. Uh, we, we've been we've been going for a while. We've kind of talked about our, our grievances with the movie. Uh, we didn't mention Rose. Rose is probably one of my biggest grievances. And I, that, I yeah, that's one of my I biggest. I kept grievances expecting too. her to jump in a damn ship and blow some shit up and to save Finn or do something fucking cool. And they, so, at the end, they'd be giving her the goddamn medal. Her Chewie would be high fiving or something. Nothing. So. So disappointed yeah. with the, you know, Leia wants me to stay here. Like, okay, well, sure. Thanks for, I guess, that last Jedi. Like, it seemed like a double middle finger that, to, yeah, to that, Ryan Johnson. That really, yeah. That was 100% a middle finger to the last Jedi and to Ryan Johnson. Like, that and the whole thing about, like, the holdo maneuver. Like, oh, you're just trying to do another holdo maneuver or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, come on, guys. Like, it, it cool. really, yeah, did, did not feel good. Let's, let's talk about some, some good stuff. Let's not all be, like... Okay. completely negative like so, coming out of this I, and, I, and I'm talking to Brian Wade Chris Moser shut the fuck up Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> let our guests talk what was somebody like what are one or two of your good things that happened in this movie that you were kind of all in for so my absolute favorite thing in the movie was all of the Jedi talking to Ray through the force and specifically the fact that Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. had, li- had a line the fact that fucking uh, Ashley uh, Erickson, I can't remember her last name, uh, the actress who voices Ahsoka mm-hmm. had a line like uh, that. They like really like they fucking did it, man. Mm-hmm. Like I, I so I am I, I have a lot of affection for Hayden Christensen. I legitimately think Hayden Christensen is a good actor, uh, despite, you know, some issues with his performance in, in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, despite, despite the script, being directed listen, like, by George fucking, Lucas. <laughs> 
and he fucking kills it in Revenge of the Sith, man. He really does. Yeah, like he, yeah. it, with, with without him nailing it, like that movie would have no pathos whatsoever, mm-hmm. right? Like I, and I know it's not great, but like it would be nothing without him, right? Um, and it is fucking great, and just like the fact that, man, I got to hear Hayden Christensen in a Star Wars movie again. Like I really wish I could have seen Force Ghost Hayden Christensen. That would have been amazing. Yeah. But look, look, like that that, that was one hundred percent like the best. The best. Mace Windu was in Mace that scene. Windu was in I, don't there know was if a, you heard I, I looked at a list. I could hear it was, that. Yeah. It was a bunch of Qui Gon was yeah, in there. A ton of people. They came on to to have him do that, which is super interesting. Yeah, man. and I I agree. I kind of I really actually did want to see Hayden Christensen Force Ghost again. Um, even though it's like oh everybody hates it, they change it in Return of the Jedi. But I would have wanted to see everybody. But at the same time, I was worried about how cheesy it would be if it's her standing there with the lightsabers and all of them standing behind her, which like on paper would, sounds but, cool. But wouldn't that kind of it been, been badass, badass too? Like, it was like the Harry Potter fighting Voldemort thing. I, w- I would have been here for that. Yeah, with 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 Palpatine having like his like his like Sith Eternal yeah, army yeah. like then Ray being backed up by like all these Jedi like that would have been pretty fucking sick, yeah. right? Um, it w- it was a very cool moment, and there's a lot of big. It's like there's a lot of payoff and not a lot of build up, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's like if you're yeah, just yeah, like sure. if you have your heart fucking open to Star Wars, lots of this is going to work <laughs> for you. But if you're like being yeah. very critical of it as you go, which is nothing wrong with that. I, I'm not like that when I watch a movie, especially a movie like Star Wars. If I'm watching something, some serious drama, maybe a little bit a little more critical. But this time it was just like I'm, I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for the big explosions. I'm having a great time. And I, I, I mean, I knew I'd seen reviews going in. So I was like, all right, I'm going to set, I'm going to set my expectations low and I'll have fun with this. And, and I did, I had a ton of fun with it. Um, even some of the, the stuff that I think a lot of other people didn't like, I, I enjoyed when she, when when Ray just grabs the fucking ship with her with her force powers. People, this dude behind me scoffed so hard. He was so fucking mad. <laughs> what he, the was, fuck? he was like, "This is so fucking stupid." Uh, like this. Also, at the end of the end of the movie, some people were clapping, and this dude did a big obnoxious fake clap. Clap. I was like, "Great, all right, this guy's a fucking asshole." But it was yeah. just something about it. I was like, that's just like fucking, it's fucking cool. I don't, it's really ridiculous that she's just pulling a ship out of the sky right now. <laughs> but it was, I was just into it. There was a lot of moments like that where I was just super excited that huge shit was happening. Well, the that scene in particular is is one of my favorite scenes because it's the first time that she uses the, her, her force lightning ability mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. literally explodes. And I thought that they... For for just a brief second, because Chewie was on the ship when it explodes, I was like, oh my god, Like this is such good pathos. Like She does not know how to control her abilities. She's in over her head. It cost her the dear life of not only her friend, but literally like the most lovable character in all of this franchise right. that every single person yeah, yeah. has always loved. And that's going to be huge. And what a, like, what a terrible way to kill off Chewie. Like, let's say that like, first and right, foremost. Right, right. But of course they didn't do that. Like they they had to like this was all a fake trick and like he was on a different transport. <clears throat> which yeah, we have JJ Abrams fake pathos. Ex- um, exactly. But they do it twice. You know, because like <laughs> I would see three people. So here's here's my thing. And you know, like if, if you know me, you know I fucking love Chewie and you know how uh, I, I've talked about like on I talked about on Expanded Universe when I did Vector Prime, uh how much like how hard it was for me to read that book because Chewie dies in that mm-hmm. book. Like I I read that book four times before I finally got through it because, like, every time I would get to Chewie dying, I would not be able to finish it. I'd be like, fuck this, I'm, I'm done. I'm pretty sure like, Ari Salvatore still gets hate about that. He's like, they told me to he do does. it. George Lucas um, told me to do it. Yeah. Uh, he, do- he does still get hate for it, I'm sure. Uh, but the thing is, is that when the ship exploded, I had, like, the moment of shock, and then I was like, oh, he's not yeah, actually dead. Right. Like, I got more emotional about the 
the C-3PO taking one last look at my friends mm-hmm. line oh, yeah, than yeah. I did about the prospect of Chewie dying because like I in in my heart I knew that Chewie wasn't dead because that was the moment yeah it wasn't it, just it wasn't a cinematic easy. death and they wouldn't have done that to Chewie yes exactly and that's um, and that's like like two like a split second later I realized like oh wait if Chewie was actually going to die like we'd have to deal with it for five or ten minutes they wouldn't just do this and then sure enough like a few right later, we we, we, we would see Chewie getting crushed by a moon yeah. right like that's you know that's Chewie's not going to go out being blown up accidentally on a on a transport one of the other one of the other things that I want to talk about since y'all mentioned 3PO is when they have to rewire 3PO to be able to give them the, to translate the Sith language. And I don't know if this is from the comic books. I've seen some weird panels cause my post like weird star Wars panels in our discord now. Um, but like his eyes flashed red and like all of a sudden he starts talking like what I could only assume is Sith 3PO. And I am fucking here for that. Like that, that, that I was yeah. really hoping he was just going to be evil and ineffectual for the rest of the movie. <laughs> and I was, ext- I was like, like they, they basically they just have to like <laughs> just chain him to R2D2 with like the whole time. He's like, my Sith overlords will kill you. Do you yeah. need some water? Like I was really hoping they would go full evil with that guy. And it didn't happen. I was, I, I, uh, I thought some of that Sith stuff was cool. If we could have like hung out with it instead of it being, like one of 280 plot points in this movie it, it yeah, seemed like it, another it felt really like, like was this another thing to track yeah down? it's right because like for two reasons like uh one if your dude oshi had this little droid dio who was hanging out with him and then that droid is hanging out with you like why don't you ask him yeah hey right. hey dio like what the fuck like what was your what was your dude oshi doing like can you can you can you give us any any guidance here and two why the fuck does c3po know how to speak the ancient Sith language if he can't translate yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. There's, like what, um, why, why code him with a language that he can't do anything with? I remember seeing something about how, like, Sith isn't used in the original trilogy, and Sith is basically, like, this secret thing that, like, not many people know about anymore. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, It's It's just the dark side. Like, the Sith was... Sith, Sith isn't, like, an ongoing concern, right? Right, right. Um, so, I'm gonna say this before I forget, because I keep forgetting. Uh, Hux. General Hux. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the 30 second turn we got from him. And I, I, yeah. I really was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, they're going to bring this dude into the fold and it, it's going to be it's going to be fun um, because that guy was always a fun actor, except for in The Force Awakens when he's delivering his Nazi speech. And it's really fucking scary. Um, I, it, yeah, it is. But like, that's because he's a really fucking good yeah, actor. Right. Yeah. Um, but when he's like, I'm the spy, I was like, fuck yeah, it sucks. And I, not, not and, like, not it, because it was very guy, obvious. Not because like, he's a good guy, just because he fucking hates Kylo Ren. He just fucking, he fucking hates, hates Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. Yeah, and that was fucking awesome. And great, then they kill great him right away, which sucks. Yeah. It sucks because I was honestly, like, I thought I thought that was good. I thought that was like there. If if we needed to end that dude's arc, like yeah. that was the perfect yeah. way to do it because like he re- he led this entire life, like his entire career was leading to this moment. And whoops, that sucks for yeah. you. Yeah, um, so. it was fun. I I liked that it didn't last long, but I I, I enjoyed that part of it. I was like, lol, no way. That's I said that out loud in the theater, and then that guy behind me went <coughs> and he scoffed at me again no um <laughs> all right so we've been going for a while okay. uh let, let's let's wrap up our thoughts on rise of skywalker how it ties into the thing and i've got one more question for everybody uh for, for me personally okay i don't have I, I grew up with star wars like i remembered watching vhs copies of this like on during holidays and just like glued to the fucking screen the entire time um watched it as much as i could got very burnt on watched watch the star wars holiday special every Christmas. definitely did not do that because fuck that could not get 15 minutes into it to be on a podcast with brian wade that was how, that was how bad the star wars holiday special was um but 
you know, the prequels turned me right off. Force Awakens kind of brought me in. The Last Jedi, I've actually been real back and forth on. I've I've watched it, I think maybe three or four times now, and I've gone back. Yeah, so I, I feel like I've gotten like three or four texts from you over the past month or so that are like wildly oscillating opinions <laughs> it's, on the last. It's, Jedi. it's wild, dude. And, I, and like when I texted you last night, I'm like, you know, I'm I just watched it again, and I, now I think I'm all in. You're like, yeah, now you're watching it with Rise of Skywalker eyes, and you're realizing like, what if yeah. Star Wars could be bold? And that's actually what the what, Last what Jedi. If, what is. if Star Wars Star Wars was good actually? Yeah, and I. I had high hopes for this particular movie because I wanted it to finish with something interesting and something cool. Uh, I knew it was going to be over the top and bombastic in a way that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but like it's the ninth movie of a franchise that, you know, billions of people are a part of at this point. Like it's our billion people have watched at this point. So like it has to be bombastic in some way. Um, I, I saw this movie compared to, I think I saw JJ Abrams compared to somebody who should not be making movies. You should be making carnival rides because like, it's literally just that. Like it's mm. it really feels like we're gonna hit all of these huge moments. We don't really care about any of this stuff in between, and we we're gonna do the character moments we want to do without necessarily building them up yep. that way. And I'll be honest with you guys, I can I can lay back on my couch, I can have an edible, and I can have a good time watching Rides of Skywalker. But Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. But like like I, I think Chris, you said that earlier in the episode. Like, this is gonna be a fun movie to watch every once in mm-hmm. a while. Like yeah, in a couple years, right? Right, and that's and I think the you know like it's going to be fun because like they do all of the stuff that you have to do to make a good movie, like all of the like it's going to be fun to like pause it scene by scene to go through like the the Sith castle or whatever because I want to see all of that artwork. Like people put a lot of time and effort into that, and I think that's great. Uh, but for me, like as a as a conclusion to this series that I've been like I've been watching since I was zero years old, probably because I'm sure like my mom went to see it when I was. <laughs> When I was in her belly, like I can't, I just, I just, it's, it's just a, it's it's just okay. And I Mm -hmm. think that's kind of like, I would almost be appreciative of a terrible mess than I am just like a straight by the numbers riot like this. What what do you think, Brian? What's what's, what's your final thoughts? That's kind of my kind of, kind of where I'm coming down on it too, is that like, I think, I think I said earlier on that, like the further I get away from this movie, the less I like it. But like, I still think I'm just going to settle on it's okay. And like, that's, that's the worst indictment of any media ever. I think like movies, games, books, like things that are just okay. Like, what is the point? Right. Yeah. You know, like why, why make something that's just okay? Like, be bold, have a vision. If that vision fails, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, at least you tried something. Which was like the philosophy of that, that got us the last Jedi, whether it, it, people loved it or they hated it it was new it's right like the last jedi is like the perfect example of it because it is 100 percent the most polarizing star wars movie mm-hmm. like nobody just thinks that the last jedi is okay right you have to have an opinion on it <laughs> yeah and that's what i wanted out of the rise of skywalker right. like i wanted something that even even if i fuck if i if i walked out of out of this movie out of the theater thinking that this movie is worse than the phantom menace that would have been better for me than it was pretty good. Sure. Right. right. You know, Chris, what about you? Well, Jeremy, you said like to, to have the ending of star Wars just be okay. Um, I feel like at, at no point have I, did I ever feel like this is the ending? Um, which is uh, yeah, weird. That, there's also that problem. Uh, not, yeah. not to even be like, yeah. not there's the corny sense of it of like star Wars will is forever and it will go on forever. And whether they make more anything or not, we always have Star Wars, so it's ne- it's never over. Um, or in the fact that yeah, Disney will make movies forever. It's, it is what it is. Um, but I, I said this uh, multiple times. I said it in our in our Discord. But 
this this movie felt like a, a greatest hits album of a band that you really like. Um, it has all the singles, but it doesn't have any of the interesting B-sides. It doesn't have any of the deep cuts. Yeah. Um, when you listen to a band long enough, your favorite song is almost never the single. It's it's the weird, interesting deep cut that only you and your friends like or something like that. There's always something interesting to pull out of it. And this movie doesn't have those. This movie is just the greatest hits. Um, that being said, what I learned recently rewatching the prequels, uh, going into, you know, my rewatching everything going up into this movie. Uh, I watched the prequels sitting there the whole time going, man, this is so bad. And I never looked away from the screen. I was, you know, I have a bad habit of looking at Twitter when I'm watching TV, but I just watched star Wars. I sat down, I watched those bad movies because I just love star Wars. Um, and like good or bad, I'm, and I'm pretty much just, I'm just here for star Wars. It's okay. Um, so so getting here and having it be just okay is it is kind of weird because I would rather just love it or hate it and not just be like, yep, it was fine. Um, I, I'm curious to see how this movie is going to sit with us in the future. I think it will always be just a little bit of a of a, a bummer because it doesn't do anything like big or bold. But I'm also super curious. I, there, I don't have kids. I don't have nieces or nephews or anything yet. I would be super curious to know what kids think of this movie because oh, I I'm, bet they I fucking love it. <laughs> I meant to bring this up during there was a uh, what had to be like a four year old sitting next to me who was fucking into everything that was happening. Oh yeah, like I, I believe that for <clears> sure. Like when they when they anytime the lightsabers came out, like anytime something big happened, when Chewie died, oh no, like in that mm-hmm. dramatic four year old kind of way. Like it was, <laughs> and I don't know kids' ages. I don't this four to eight or something. I don't know. It was a very very tiny child sitting next to me, I and mean, he was incredibly into everything that was happening. It's and like, really made me appreciate the movie a little bit more just to remove my own sense of, you know, post ironic bullshit that right. lives in my head. So. We all watched the original trilogy when we were young. So we absolutely loved it. Brian and I were, were at the right age where we got to watch the prequel trilogy when we were pretty young. I was 14 when the, when the third one came out and, yeah, so yeah. that was all, we just were kids, you know? And even by the time I was 14, I was starting to become a little bit more cynical or whatever. We still got to go to those movies and enjoy them. And those got to be our Star Wars, even though their legacy of them maybe is not the greatest. But there is obviously a huge generation of kids um, who saw The Force Awakens. And maybe it wasn't their first Star Wars, but it was their first Star Wars. Yeah. It's yeah, for I mean, them, you know? Because at the end of the day, like, these are kids movies, right? right? right. Like, And we're all, you know, cranky old men. And, and <laughs> well, and that's not to say that kids movies can be good, but the thing that I always go back to is something that Gary said about X-Men movies that I identify with strongly, which is like a lot of people are going to have problems with X-Men movies and do every time everyone, someone, another one comes out. But at the, at the same time, like that's the only place I can go watch X-Men do X-Men shit on the big screen. Right. And I feel that way a lot about Star yeah, Wars right. is like, Hey, the, like we didn't talk about it the space battles in this movie are cool as fuck right, right like all of the space shit is cool as hell like they they have got that shit down to a fine a fine science and i love it like i i love all of that stuff and you know that's keeping that in mind while i'm watching this stuff and trying to turn off the dude that sits in my head that wants to talk about talk shit about it or, or be critical about it i think is important while also remembering like kids movies probably need somebody to do that as well like we need to be thinking about the stuff that we expose our kids to so mm-hmm. i'd and this movie is so, just such a weird, like, it's just such a weird kind of nothing at the end. It's like, it's candy, right? Like, it's like a fucking confectionery that you eat and it's like, hmm, yep. And then it's you kind of forget that you ever, I, did, yeah. ever did anything with it. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Um, Do either of you know someone in real life or I guess online, but more, more, I'm more interested about in real life. Do either of you know someone that absolutely hates The Last Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I went to a Christmas party the other night, and over, almost every single person I just spoke to there absolutely hates that movie, which was okay. – it was a huge bummer when I walked out of the theater with that group of people and realized that I was basically yeah. alone. My best friend also oh, okay, likes okay. it, so, but, yeah, yeah, okay. all, so, all my real-life yeah, okay. uh, friends, they – yeah, the dude brigade does not does not like the uh, that movie. My, uh, okay. my dad what about hates you, The Last Jedi. Um and he's 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 notably got some really bad opinions when it comes to media. We used to be able to bond uh-huh. about stuff, and now uh, now we can't. Like he hates The Witcher. Like he got <laughs> like, like a couple of minutes into The Witcher, it was like this sucks. So like I okay. Um, but he's like I don't talk about Star Wars unless it's with you two. To be honest with you, like I just yeah, don't. Sure. It never comes up. It's and tough if it to does, talk I'm about s- Star Wars on the internet. <laughs> Well, even even like in a casual conversation about movies, like you have to, it feels like people are, are instantly go to the hot button issues, which is you know, oh, I can't believe how they're ruining the franchise or cashing it. Like it's that conversation. It's not, can you believe fucking lightsabers, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um. So the reason I ask you that is because I want to ask you a follow up question, which is, have you spoken to any of those people about how they feel about the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Um, no. so the two people I know that hated the last Jedi the most, uh, they absolutely loved the rise of Skywalker. They both went, they Same. both went into it expecting wow. to hate it, which was interesting. And they were like, yeah, we absolutely love it. Yep. Wow. Uh, my, my friend, uh, he's a, he's a guy I play magic with. Uh, he and I have a lot of, we are pretty, pretty polar opposites in a lot of ways, but we are, we enjoy playing magic together. You know, like one of the, one of those kind of friendships. Um, uh, he and I have like very absolutely polar op- opposite opinions of the last Jedi. I think it's as stated multiple times, like the, maybe the best star Wars movie. And he absolutely abhors it. Uh, he came out of the last Jedi and messaged me and told me that he loved it and that it completely redeemed the new trilogy for him. Wow. Jesus. Um, and a lot of that, a lot of that is that he, he, he willingly admits that like, the nostalgia and fan service was like what he wanted. Yeah. Like he wanted more of that sure. after the force awakens. So I get that, I can't, you know, like, I, look, I can't blame him for that. Like that shit works. Right. It, but yeah. that's, you know, that's just not me. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> that's not you what want I wanted. I wanted stories. one movie of that. I wanted the force awakens right. and that was great. I didn't want any more of it after as Jay Z has said, if you want my old shit, go buy my, the original despecialized DVDs uh-huh. from a weird internet store. So you can get the stuff you saw in the theater and not all of the bullshit. Lucas, I mean, it doesn't Jay Z rhymes exactly. a lot better, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I assume we're winding down. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you guys a quick, a quick question. Ooh, okay. Jeremy, mm-hmm. do you like Star Wars? I do. I like Star Wars. Brian, do you like Star Wars? I fucking love Star Wars, man. Well, you know what, guys? I fucking love Star Wars too. Hell yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Star Wars is good. I'm, I'm taking a bold stance. This is Gary Butterfield. Don't listen. Put, <laughs> yeah, put, right. put this on mute for please, a couple like seconds. Gary Butterfield is going to listen to this podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> um. I like the idea of him getting this far into it and then getting really mad and ripping his headphones out of his head. With with Disney, this is quote unquote, you know, the last Star Wars movie. Um, with Disney releasing the Mandalorian, it's the last Skywalker movie, it, it, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. But I mean, what do you guys like? Chris asked me the other day, like, you know, what do you want from Star Wars? And like, the Mandalorian is kind of it. Like, th- that's yeah. what I would envision yeah. live action new Star Wars. Like, that's the kind of shit that I wanted is the Mandalorian. I didn't envision Baby Yoda. Like, I'm not that smart, but you know, that's what I wanted. Chris, what do you, what do you kind of feel like you want after rise of Skywalker? Do you, are you done with all um, of this? Like, do you ever want to see a Skywalker again? I don't care. They can make these movies for as long as I'm alive. I don't care. I'll keep watching. Um, it's, it's nothing can ever change the way that I, I feel about the original trilogy, for example, like no new movie could ever be bad enough to make me not like something that I already like. Um, 
so as far as like what's next for Star Wars, I want to see interesting movies um, like like Rogue One um, that is just doing a separate thing. It, it has its established moment, it has its established cast, and it just it, there it goes. It's just doing its thing. Um, the Mandalorian is is fantastic, and the further we get into that, the more I realize how much I love this side of it. Um, and I think I would love some some Old Republic stuff. Uh, obviously, I loved Knights of the Republic, the, the video games, and that's what sparked a ton of interest for me in Star Wars when I was in you know middle school, early high school. Just that that era, um, which I feel like is still largely unexplored in the new canon. Um, go back there where there's lots of Jedi, where there's there's lots of Sith, there's lots of or, or, or you know dark side power whatever it is uh lots of different planets and just let, let's let's go wild let's do some do some fun stuff back there brian so is ryan johnson still getting a trilogy i know there we was know. i asked know. i asked that in the discord earlier and um somebody forgive me for not going to look up who said that uh apparently they're trying to get away from trilogies in general yeah that's i remember so, hearing that they were trying to get away okay from trilogies. so the movie so, that movie what, could what, still be happening but like i don't know that if it's a trilogy whatever ryan johnson does next like if he gets to do more Star Wars, that is, I mean, he's proven himself to me, right? Like, mm-hmm. The Last Jedi was so, like, astounding that give me anything. Like, give me, like, Old Republic. Give me fucking, like, The Rise of the Sith. Like, give me literally fucking anything with his name on it. Additionally, uh, they're giving me this. So, uh, anything with Deborah Chow's name on it. Like... I am so excited for the Obi-Wan show and the fact that she directed two of the best episodes of the Mandalorian uh, just has me even more excited. Like that is my favorite character and an incredible director directing him like going to be great. Hell yeah. I'm ready. All right. Finally, I have to ask this question. Uh, I saw on the duck feed slack that there was some new extended universe bullshit that implies pretty heavily that Palpatine is the one that originally created Anakin. Um, as we all know from being oh. super, super prequel fans, uh, you know, Anakin yeah. was, was <clears throat> a immaculate conception. He has, he has no baby daddy. Uh-huh. Uh, assuming that that's the case, assuming that um, Anakin, or excuse me, uh, Palpatine created Anakin in the womb uh, and started this whole thing off. Do you think that it's possible that Ray is, force pregnant right now from the force kiss that she got at the end of this movie i absolutely hope not that would be super fucking weird okay brian (laughs) i'm i'm doing the thinking face right now in real life (laughs) Uh, for what it's worth for what it's worth the 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 thing where anakin or or vader sees palpatine like putting the force inside of his mother that's a that's a nightmare that anakin has um yeah so there's there's the chance it's not real but also like that's that's pretty much been like the subtext since Revenge of the Sith, right? Yeah. Like yeah. that was that was the whole point of let me tell you, have you ever heard the tragedy of Dark Plague Plague is the wise, right? It was mostly a joke. I was just I just wanted to say yeah, force pregnant. Right. I wanted to say I figured out a way to say force <laughs> pregnant on this podcast. You just wanted you just wanted to talk about about force users entering other people's wounds. Yeah, because it happens again. a lot. <laughs> Listen, all right. So I just I'm just read that part in Heir to the Empire, at least in the first book. It wasn't that weird. It's weird. He like senses, it's super he weird. senses the children. He senses yeah, the children and he goes and he can into feel a their womb force. And, and like, but it's not them. like it's he's exploring weird. her womb. I can't he believe just senses the, I can't believe you defended the racist truck and now you're you're defending the 
the racist. You guys I'm gonna made get it my sound. Vagina. You guys made it sound Jesus. like it was so. You guys made it sound like it was going to be so fucking weird. And I was like, oh god. And I read that part, and I was like, okay, that that obviously that wasn't that wasn't what they were talking about because he just senses that that their force energy or whatever. It's not about exploring her womb. I just realized I've been shouting the words "force pregnant" that have people working in my house so right normal. now that don't know me very well. There, there are pe- there are people in your house, Jeremy, yep. and you're yelling "force pregnancy." It's not that weird, guys. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Let's finish. I'm done. Okay, okay. I'm done with both of you. Uh, Brian Way, thank you very much for guesting. It's great to get you on a Monster of the Week podcast. Yeah, thank you for having yeah, me on. Thanks for coming on, Brian. Uh, w- tell people time. what you do on the internet, where they where to find you. Uh, so uh, you can find me at Twitter on Twitter at Wade Brian R. You can find me on the Monster of the Week Discord as at Hunk Commissioner. Um, I don't. I'm not super active in here, but if you tag me, I will come and respond. I'm. Uh, all you have to do is invoke my name to summon me. Uh, additionally, as joked earlier, if you want to listen to uh, my the seven episodes of my podcast, Expanded Universe, um, those are still up at expandeduniverse.online. Um, maybe if I ever stop working a thousand days a, a month, I will uh, do more episodes of it. I would recommend uh, listening to at least the first one because it's mine. <laughs> and Jeremy Greer is on that episode. Um, the episode with the episodes with Cole Ross and Gary Butterfield are both also excellent. Yeah, my wife is on um, one too. That came out right. The Darth, the Darth Jeremy's Plagueson. wife is also yeah, on yeah. one. Uh, Richard Simpson, who you may know from uh, uh, the podcast that he does. That I can't we're not wizards. We're not wizards. <laughs> we're not wizards. <laughs> um, also, he 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 was the uh, the vocalist in season our season four intro of Monster of the Week. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, go check out all of that stuff. Uh, Chris, where where can you be found on the internet? I'm at Local Bones. I do a podcast called Monster of the Week with Jeremy. Yeah. Um, I also do a podcast called Monster of the Week, but it's with a different Chris. It's not this one. There's Don't mm. Tell Chris uh. Mosier. <laughs> um, you can find me at JG Greer. Uh, if you've been listening to this, this is a Monster of the Week production. You can go check out all of our stuff at monsteroftheweek.cool. Uh, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash monster of the week is the place to do that. We have uh, all kinds of exclusive podcasts like this one up on that website. Thank you everybody for listening. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy new year. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy solstice. All of that stuff. We, yeah, we'll, I just, Jeremy. I'm just going to stop talking now. Bye. Jeremy. Someone's got to say it. Jeremy. Someone's got to say it. This is a Star Wars podcast. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Really? Y'all happy <laughs> life day. Do Somebody's got to say it. Okay. Brian, please happy say life it. day. Oh, shit. <laughs> he got us. <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking got us. May the force be with you, everybody. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. You happy? Well, mostly we were just talking about the fact that every time that we have a guest on, Jeremy, you're like, oh, I got to go f- feed my dogs or I got to s- restart my computer. Yeah. I'm, like, so you just leave me to talk to the guests. I'm like, it's <clears> fine. <throat> well, we don't need to do this every time. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I, I just want you to make friends. I want yeah, my friends true. to be friends. Not that you guys it's are. It's true. I'm very bad friends. at making friends. It's so, you know, it's okay. I get it. <laughs> I'm sounding a little blue right now, but oh, poor Chris. Uh, um, still, still locked in on that sneeze. It hasn't come in, come oh, out geez, yet. I'm dude. hoping, I hoping we get a fucking huge one in the middle of this podcast, and I don't want you to edit it out. I'm, I'm pretty excited to hear this huge honker. I had to edit out one of my own sneezes the other day out of a podcast. And Chris, it sounded like Jeremy blasted a shotgun into his wall. <laughs> It was it was not good. There was spray. There was debris. It was a whole thing. I felt it through the mic. I was like, oh shit, is my, why is my cheek wet?
I'll bet you, uh, I bet you, like twenty dollars, Chris's laptop isn't even plugged into a power source right now. <laughs> Absolutely zero chance of this puppy being plugged into anything right now. <laughs> you're riding on the battery. You're taking it. You're taking it on the run, baby. Sometimes it's like forty five minutes of uh, battery life left, and I'm like, it's fine. I Supernatural only takes like two hours to cover. I'll be I'll turn the screen off. It'll be all right. Exactly. I got seven hours of battery life right now, Jeremy. All right. Yeah, that that, that lies to you. One hundred percent. This lies thing, to no, you. this thing's pretty accurate. I just fucking never charge my laptop. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's because it's on Jess's side of the bed, and even though she's only here two days a week, I just keep it over there, and because she'll bring her laptop, and she's, you know, a Sims fiend, so she's got to be grinding on the, that Sims 4 game, and she uses my charger all the time, and I just, it's all tangled up, and I just, you know, what's the point? What's the point of being prepared for my podcast? Exactly, Jeremy. When my girlfriend needs to play the and Sims. That makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Chris, you are not allowed to have any more coffee. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, yeah, sorry, Brian. I didn't mention that I had like a gallon of coffee and I'm astral projecting right now. Uh, all right, let's do a podcast. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, to do a Jeremy, podcast. you get you take the reins. I'll I'll follow your lead. Okay. I will not follow your lead. And Brian, Brian, you wait your fucking turn. <laughs> I like this energy. I like this anti-Brian Wade <laughs> energy already coming through on the podcast. Good shit. Good shit. I I liked seeing the this this version of Finn that that embraced a little bit more of that, really acknowledged that. I think he did find some peace by meeting other stormtroopers who had defected and who had felt the same way as him. Um, overall, I do feel like he was totally underused in this entire trilogy, um, which is a shame. But uh, I, I liked that they kind of brought that to the service a little more. Hey, can we can we take a quick break? Yeah, sure. Absolutely not. My, uh, my, my laptop just completely blinked. And obviously, it's still working because I'm still talking to you guys. Yeah, I can hear you. What else is new? Uh so I'm just I just want to get to a point where maybe I can see my laptop again and then <laughs> hopefully save the application. Okay. 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 So, um, sorry to interrupt the the flow here. We can talk, yeah, can about, we talk Star, about Star Trek. Can we talk about something else for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did you have something in mind, or are you just? <laughs> no, I was just Chris, Brian. Did you have you played um, Fallen Order? Uh, so I'm yeah I have I'm not very far though because I'm still okay. completely stuck in Destiny. Um, but also I was going to ask you. Have you been playing Pokemon? No, I haven't. Um, no? Even though it's called Sword, I didn't play it. Like yeah, I'm astonished that you haven't bought a game that's literally called Pokemon Sword. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, what did I buy instead? Did it come out on the same day as Fallen? No, I can't. Wait, when did it come out? No, the, uh, it was around the same time. I bought another game instead of instead of Pokemon. It was probably I Fallen like, Order. made the choice, like... I think I bought Fallen Order, and I had no interest in, in playing Fallen Order whatsoever until the day it came out. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, I, yeah. I guess I'll check this out." Um, and then that's that's what started this downward spiral. I think right. I, shortly after, more and more obsessed with Star Wars, like, Star Wars books? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, I'm I'm happy to say that I walked out of Rise of Skywalker and not at all diminished in my my uh, yeah, and that's excitement you know, about Star Wars. Because that, I was more or less a little how bit I feel too. Worried. Yeah. I want to know, first of all, when are we getting the goddamn Obi-Wan show? Uh, I think it's it's in production. Yeah, I think so. Um, there's a rumor about a Dr. Afra show coming. That would be sweet, too. Early 2020. Um, 
which I haven't read any of that stuff yet, but I'm, I'm just, I'm aware of it. Um, yeah. Cause I, we have this whole future potential possibilities, I guess, for, for, you know, Star Wars shows now that it seems like the Mandalorian's doing really well. You and I seem to, I mean, the three of us all seem to have really be enjoying yes. the, the show. I haven't disliked a single episode. Um, if anything, the most disappointing part of the Mandalorian for me was the end of episode one, because everybody was like, D- dude, you got to watch it before, before it gets spoiled. You, spoiled. Like, you have yeah. to see this. So I was like, what is fucking Luke Skywalker? I was like, is Mark Hamill? Like, could, could, do they, do they get him to do the show? <laughs> I, I don't know. I started doing all these different things. Like who's going to show up is like, is XYZ character going to be in the show? I wasn't even sure of the timeline either. So I was ex- expecting just something huge. And then like little baby Yoda come up, came out. And I didn't realize at the time that there'd only been Yoda and Yaddle right. in, in canon. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. Okay, so it's a baby what? Yoda. I mean, like, like it's I cute, was like, kind of like... disappointed. Like, <laughs> what's going on? And then, so my expectations were just like shut off at that point. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. And then episode two on, I just, I just loved it. Yeah. It, and now I'm thinking, I'm thinking differently. I changed my perception of what it was going to be. I never, you know. The first episode, I think this is this is adult Star Wars. Here we go. It's yes, it sort of is, but it's also it's still on, it's on Disney Plus. Like anybody can watch this. Right. It's not super adult and it's, gritty. It's never it's be more than PG thirteen. Right. It's not Game of Thrones. It's Star Wars, yeah. and I need to set my expectations for that. And once I did, I have absolutely loved every minute of this show. Yeah, agreed. Um, the the thing that's most exciting for me about the Obi Wan series is that probably the two best episodes of the Mandalorian. Uh, were both directed by Deborah Chow, who is the director of the Obi Wan series. Hell yeah! And Ewan McGregor is gonna be and back. Ewan McGregor is gonna be back, and that's it's thrilling. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was telling my girlfriend the other day that Obi Wan's my favorite from the uh, from the prequels. Oh yeah. And then I like Luke. I was like, and then I guess I like Ray. Is she? Might, do I just like the same <laughs> character in all three movies? Obi Wan isn't isn't exactly like Luke. I appreciate that Obi Wan is a very different kind of character. Yes. Um, he just had the blue lightsaber. Oh yeah. You know? Um. And we grew up, we were roughly the same age, right? I'm 29. So I feel like we watched the prequels around the same age. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm 31. So more or less. So you get it. Yeah. You I saw, it. I saw, uh, my birthday is also in May. So I saw, I saw all three of the prequel, tril- prequel movies on or around my birthday, which is pretty good. Excellent. I think we got lucky because, I mean, did you, were you into Star Wars before that? I assume. Yes, right? I was. Yeah. I, I, I started getting in, like, I, I watched the movie. Uh, I think my first, First real experience with them was watching uh, my grandparents took me to the uh, special edition uh, mm-hmm. showings in the theaters. Uh, I don't know which one I saw, but I saw one of yeah. them. Uh, in my head, I always say Return of the Jedi, but I actually I don't I have no memory <laughs> of of which one I saw in the theater. I just remember seeing X wings flying around. Like that's the thing that sticks out of my right. head. Seeing X X wings on the you know the starry sky or you know of space. That's that's that memory is stuck with me forever. And then I just I remember being in kindergarten, which would have been like ninety five ninety six, and uh, I had all the Star Wars toys. So that's the I at least know that. <laughs> but, so my point is, you and I were are lucky because we had it then. And then we had it a few years later when we we're like ten years old, and and the prequels come out, and we're still young enough. Right, we're still young enough where we liked it. it. Yeah, we weren't the, uh, the then, we weren't the people from the fanboys movie. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what, what if it sucks? <laughs> I remember watching that and then being like, "Oh man, people hate people hate Phantom Menace, huh?" Because I wasn't on enough on the internet by the time I saw fanboys, right. to realize how widespread the hatred for those <laughs> movies was. <laughs> It's just like, oh, shit. I mean, yeah, I have nostalgia for them because I, I loved that shit when I was a kid. But, um, yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, they're not the best, but they're still fun. 
You guys, yeah. you guys just hey. have no idea what like being super excited for the for the Phantom Menace to come out, and mm-hmm. then you were 19 years old and you worked at the mall, so all of your mall store buddies like all got together and went to a midnight showing, and it was just oh my god, dude, it was just was that you? Yeah, that was totally me. I was super fucking excited, and then I did not. Oh. It, it, it destroyed me so much. I like the Pod Racer stuff, and it destroyed me so much. I didn't even yeah. fucking bother to go see the other two movies for Damn. like years. So it's funny because I remember. I, I went to, I mean, I used to go to movies with one of my friends all the time. His mom would get tickets like an hour before school got out. So she would come and pick us up early from, we'd always get to get dismissed early from new movies because he was an only child with a single mom. He just got whatever he wanted in life somehow. Um, and I got, I got brought along with that. I always benefited from that. Um, we always see like Harry Potter, get to leave school early to go see that or whatever. So anyway, Attack of the Clones. He's like, you want to go with me? I'm like, yeah, what? What? They're making new Star Wars movies? Because at that point, it was, what, two or three years in between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones? And that was, like, a quarter of my life. <laughs> like, so much of my life had just right, gone yeah, by. Right, yeah, so that's point. most of your life <laughs> yeah. at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, Attack of the Clones is the only one that I wasn't, like, excited to go see. Um, but by the end of it, I was still, like, we got home, went to my backyard, and got out those yellow wiffle bats that we used to use. And obviously, we, you know, we became Jedi <laughs> once more. Um and then I was in eighth grade when Revenge of the Sith came out. And I was like at like peak, like about I'm about to become angsty Chris. So this this whole movie was just fucking rad as shit for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, yeah uh, for sure. we're, we're good to go, by the way. Okay. I had I don't remember what we were yeah, talking right. about. <laughs> uh, Super good. Uh, we'll, we'll just cut back in. I wanted to... Um... 